Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. This is Reagan, and thank you for joining us for today's episode of the F the Nice Guy podcast. Today, I am super excited because I have a guest who I feel like I talked about the idea of this podcast before. Was <laughs> you did. And you being on it at some point. And here we freaking are. It all comes to fruition. This is my friend, Allison. Say hi. <laughs> Hi, I am I am so honored to be here. I can't, I literally can't believe it's taken this long. I know. You're busy. You're a busy gal. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate it. Let me rest. What? Let me rest. Let me rest. Let me rest. Oh my god. No. No, no rest for women. <laughs> for hard working women. I am girl bossing left and right. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Well, sorry. That's what I'm doing. I feel like you're just, yeah, you're just bossing. I feel like girl bossing, they like have made it a weird thing now. No, it's I'm like, girl bossing. Men you're... aren't ever bossing. I'm girl bossing. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason it's not men bossing, boy bossing. Because they, they're not. We don't want them bossing. We're, we've taken it back. I'm actually sick of them bossing. <laughs> Please stop bossing. Hashtag no boy bossing. <laughs> no, I'm sick of it. And we were man boy bossed, hashtag man boy bossed, by the same place. Yeah. It was there that we both discovered our love of feminism, girl bossing, I suppose. I'll have to get back on the girl boss train. We didn't know, but we were doing a lot of it. Oh, we definitely had a lot to say. (laughs) We were running that place. We were girl bossing the shit out of that department. It was... Much like undercover boss, where you're not getting the recognition, like you're, you're, we were secretly being the boss while there were men who were the actual title, but we were doing a lot of the work. That's never happened before. It's crazy. I haven't been doing that for centuries. Mm -mm. (laughs) Men run the show. They've They've never built a whole society on the backs of unpaid labor. You opened a book lately? They don't mention many ladies doing it. I don't remember a single book that a man has written about history that a, that a white man was not the hero. That's what I'm remember, saying. I don't remember a book a man has written. <laughs> I don't. And that's for feminism. Sorry. It's so off track. <laughs> We're so off track already. We're saying ridiculous shit. I don't even know if a man's written a book. Can they write books? Are they history capable? history books, but those are fiction. Yeah. Zing. Sis. But a bunch. She's right. I'm I'm not wrong. Okay, no. No, no, no. Let's focus up here. Okay. We could talk about just men in general forever. That toxic men we could talk about, but I want to talk about a particular type. Yeah. Per the name of my podcast. Mm-hmm. Which is the nice guy in quotations as always my friends and allison you do have a lot of experience with yeah. the nice guy in quotations trope of yeah. a man yeah guess let's just start it off let's just have some stories absolutely um i think uh there's there is one ex and they're all kind of because i don't date anyone that isn't trying to be a nice guy they're sure. all bad okay okay they're all bad. <laughs> but 
I at least try to choose the ones that are okay. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but there's one in particular that was such a relationship that you have when you're 23. You know what you mean? You, Unfortunately, you, yes. You know, do you know what you mean? What do I, I know what you mean? No. Do you know what I mean? Do I know what you mean? No. Maybe. There was one relationship I had. Uh, I think it was right after we worked together. I think it was like oh, we started dating right. Yeah. Like the year after we worked together. Um which is a shame because I feel like if you were around enough, if I told you enough, well, I didn't really tell anybody a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the things that this person was doing because That's I- That's how they get you. It was because I, I was ashamed of yes, it. Yes, you don't want to tell anyone because you I know what they're going to say. Tell anybody all these things because I was like, damn, that don't sound so good when I say it out loud. <laughs> that sounds bad. Now that I hear it, it's not- it's not so good. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It doesn't have a good ring to it. <laughs> um, I think that I can preface kind of everything I'm about to say with this person is, uh, was, still is, uh, a musician. There it is. Um, <laughs> there it is, girls. You know. Um, have you seen the Barbie movie? No, I need to, but I'm one, I have to wait to go with my wife. We haven't had that's, enough time. That's fair. I won't, I won't spoil the actual, the actual bit, but there is a a line in the Barbie movie about um, being like played guitar at and that is (laughs) is, like so relevant to my life like I remember when we were first dating uh, they asked me do you do you like to be serenaded and I was like sure oh god what a question I guess and then whipped out a guitar we were alone by the way in his house like we were just like in his bedroom you know what I mean that guitar was ready that That guitar guitar was was on standby that guitar was ready and my favorite I think my 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 favorite part of that story is that it like was just a song he wrote (laughs) it wasn't like a cover of a song that he thought like reminded him of me or like was like trying to like he didn't like write a song about me it was just like a song that he had and he and then he just sang it at me at you yes just sat there like wow wow yeah that's good it's interesting because when it's done for the wrong reasons it's not like i'm playing to you and i'm seeing if you're enjoying it like i'm trying to do something kind for you it's like are you it's flipped it's like i'm watching you take me in right now i'm watching you like absorb my amazingness they think that you will see a guitar and become overwhelmed with horniness just like just like panties dropped dropped off they're gone i'm gonna pull that guitar out of his hands like in enough i i want you now you know one strum in one strum in i'm like oh my god take me acoustic god take me you know what i mean and it's like a weezer cover (laughs) i don't know i don't know i don't remember what it is dave matthews something oh oh i don't know if someone did a really good rendition of crash into me i might be susceptible oh i can't stand that like i'm just like that is not a sound we don't need to get into my thoughts on dave matthews so Mm -hmm. you're being played at being played at Mm um at one point in the relationship, I remember them telling me um, that they wished 
like their own music was could be our thing and i was like no what does that mean what now how can it be our thing because i'm not doing anything i'm just like there it shows you how much of your participation they were looking for there yeah for sure (laughs) zero percent zero percent didn't want me involved actually at all stand there stand there that's fine can you just smile at me what if you just acted like I was the hottest shit you've ever seen? That's all they want. That's 100%, all they want. 100 I want a fan. I, I think I said that phrase verbatim to one of my friends after we broke up. I was like, I don't think that he wanted to date me. I think he wanted a fan. Did you like, just want a groupie? <laughs> literally, like a personal yeah. fan, I think. Um, my... Lord. One of the most, like, this one's not as, as funny, but, like, kind of, like, it was devastating at the time. But I remember they played a big gig. It was, like, a, a holiday show or something. It was, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was, like, a bigger gig for them. This person came up to me the night before. We lived together at this point. Um, huge mistake also. Hey, heads up. Don't move in at six months. There's a lot you don't know. <laughs> don't do that. It ends up you don't know everything about a person turns out that's stupid for a reason uh, <laughs> i literally was like so german that i was like well the same things are reason <laughs> you know? i mean i'm gonna save a lot of money doing this but anyway this person came up to me uh the night before the gig and was like hey there's a song that i'm going to perform that we're going to perform that is going to sound like it's about you but it is not about you and i was like what and then the day comes and he starts singing a song that I'd never heard him perform before um because if you can imagine I think I'd heard every other song 14,000 times of course of course not of my own accord um (laughs) against my will against my will um and there were like direct lines from fights we've had like in the past like two months three months and I was like vibrating with anger like I was so like humiliated because I was the only person it was like they announced this is a new song and I was clearly the only person they dated in two years so I was like oh my god and so everybody there is like yeah yeah Yeah. and and to make matters worse because it was like a bigger show like all of his friends were there like a ton of his co-workers came uh thank god none of my friends came because they were sick of me asking for like support going to these shows I would get so bored I'd be like please somebody come with and they were like enough enough um yeah so I was just standing there like like trying to like make eye contact with nobody and I, at the time, again, you know, you're 20, I was like 24, 25 years old, 24 years old. Mm -hmm. And I was just like too mortified to leave or like do anything about it, you know, because you don't want to make a scene. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. And, And so I stayed for the whole set and like, you know, said hi to his parents. And it's like, cause obviously I, I knew them well. Um, Did you hear the new song? Did you like it? 
Reagan, I bolted the moment. Oh, what was it? Was it, it was just about fighting or like, what was the point of the song? Uh, I have blocked it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just remember, I just remember that them using like quotes that either one of that one of us had used to each other in like a fight recently and uh at least, like more than one quote like significant parts of the song so it was not a positive there was no positive spin oh, on the song would. yeah it wasn't like <laughs> this is my partner she rocks uh she's awesome it was nothing like that but it was the one song you wish he would have workshopped in front of you like the one time gee i wonder if there's a reason why he didn't workshop that in front of me like the one time that yeah. I needed you to play a song for me before. Yeah. I, Reagan, the way I was like vibrating with rage. Like I remember, I remember they got home, you know, super late. Um, probably like two or three in the morning after like oh everything. And I stayed awake because I was like so angry. I could not sleep. Oh. And I like, he <laughs> like opened the door and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like I, like, I like wasted no time. I was the like, door blows what back. What was that? Yeah, <laughs> flies back like, like he's in a wind tunnel. Literally, he was like, "I warned you," and I was like, "That doesn't make it okay." Also, like, it was about me. You used yeah. my quote. Also, you liar it was about me and he was like well I mean like the song itself wasn't about you like obviously I used like my own experiences and I was like you're a jackass <laughs> what you are is a jackass and a liar tiny side note to that story that like it, it just like kind of grinds my gears is that that day I had gotten my nose ring switched from a stud to the, literally this ring the ring that I'm wearing right now because I never change it um and he did not notice that I had changed it for like days to the point that I had to be like, did, like, did you look at me in the last this like- This is a big part of my face. <laughs> yeah, actually, weirdly enough, I also remember there was one day when, again, I was living in his home at this time. I remember we were laying in bed and so obviously we couldn't, we couldn't see each other. And I made some joke about- my eye color and he said what I thought was joking wait what's your eye color again and I said guess because it's my face you know right um, I was like I don't know take a guess and he guessed wrong and I said huh how do you how do you guess wrong have you looked at have you been looking at me have your eyes been closed <laughs> looked at me yeah we're just scraping the top of the barrel here but I don't want to I don't want to go all the way in into this. Yeah, I had a, this is a little tiny, tiny tangent. I had that happen to me in high school. It's actually the only guy I actually still like. That's a reasonable time for. Well, he, I have green eyes that can kind of look blue in certain lighting, mm -hmm. but he, he, I can't, I feel like it was a text message, but he was like, I just want to stare until you're beautiful brown eyes oh. and I was like ah, nope not the color of my eyes he's like oh I even went and looked I even went and looked at photos and I'm like what, <laughs> what? Like, well, I the same thing happened I uh 
they guessed brown and I reader I have blue eyes it's not close yeah it's, it's not, even not close, close. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's it, actually it, a distinguishing feature about you what do they pay attention to definitely boobs they could tell you your nipple color. <laughs> <laughs> they think that they can guesstimate your cup size they can. they yeah. never can no they never can I can't yeah I don't know right now that's amazing again that and that's the female struggle I don't know. I don't know boob sizes. I don't want to get felt up at a bra store. I know. I will never forget walking into JC Penny. It's like a, you know, 13-year-old and my mom being like, take off your shirt. You I know. know. Here's a, <laughs> here's a like, 50-year-old woman who's about to give cop a feel. <laughs> she was like 60. And uh, I had like a sports bra on and I was just, you know, standing in the in the dressing room like arms, arms up. up. Like totally just like frozen with fear. Titties to the air. You know? <laughs> like, all right. Cups up, baby. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Uh, and that's the first time you got felt up. So yeah, that's beautiful. Gertrude, we miss you. It's a safe space. <laughs> Probably is a safer space than most. <laughs> oh God. Penny's dressing room at Mid River Small. Safe place. Just so you know. Do you see Penny's still around? No, I don't think so. Is it? I thought it was closed. I mean, malls are still around. My first kiss was in a dressing room. And literally my first makeout, eighth grade, this guy, garbage. I'll tell the makeout story, then I'll tell you why he's garbage. But so here's my naivete. I had never kissed a boy. We were hanging out at the mall because back in the day, that's what you freaking did. Your parents dropped you off at the mall. You got up to all kinds of shit. Oh my god i was eating pretzels I was, Indians. I was gearing myself up to steal necklaces from claire's but never doing it <laughs> but never doing it i was like stumbling my way through a hollister because of the low oh, lighting could not see it by the way could not see shit the, the kids these days don't know the the adversity that we went through just to get a just to get a polo a polo just to go into a store where you may get bullied by the staff Almost certainly. I can tell you, I can tell you they did not have my size. Oh, there's the size when you were younger. Doesn't matter. They didn't have it. uh, They didn't have it. And if they did have it, you were at least five sizes bigger than you were because they wanted you to hate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they did have it, don't try it on. Don't (laughs) Don't don't have a good time in those dressing rooms. I'll tell you Not a good time. The lighting will make you no, and there's just like a giant, giant photo. I mean, blown up to the size of a wall of mm-hmm. like a man on the in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> He's I mean, just ripped. There's sand caked on those abs. Like there was, you know, there was a stylist on that shoot that was like solely like, the sand, placing like grains of sand on this man's abs. Like, gotta put it in between. So you can see this the crease right color. here to to sell clothing. Put them in the crease. Put it in the crease, and they'll Put buy the clothes. Put it in the crease. Even though, like, literally, the ads to sell the clothes, they were never wearing clothes. They were never. They were never. Or they were wearing like jeans, but they were just like normal jeans. And you were like, "How is this selling anything?" And yet, there we were buying it. So you're halfway down someone's hips. It's like I don't even think you size those properly for him. It's a nightmare. We don't, we're going to have to, we could go on this for days. And I was at, I was, it was not Hollister. So we were in American Eagle. And I remember 
the whole thing was we were trying to get in the same dressing room. And I was like, it's so fun. What a game. This is hilarious. That's cool. Yeah, this is so fun. And then we get in the same dressing room and he's just like breathing in my face. And I'm like, oh shit, there's something meant to happen here. Like I was so focused on like, I'm gonna get in the dressing room. I'm gonna be like a spy. So that I didn't even think about, you're, you're gonna have to kiss this boy. Wasn't even a consideration. No, I didn't even think. So then no. he's coming towards my face with his face. And I'm like, I guess this is my big dream kiss is in. Oh, like, this is where I wanted it to happen in the American Eagle dressing room. Certainly not a place that I've cried four times in my <laughs> life. I think I, I cried more in the American Eagle dressing rooms than in my bedroom growing up. That's fair. I had a cry rate of 100%. And that means that out of the times that I went to an American Eagle and I went into a dressing room, I cried 100% of the time. I wanted to cry this time. And I, I was just this gross, he, like everyone, I, I was so blown away by men being interested in me at that age, like eighth grade, yeah. because prior to that, like eighth grade, my boobs came in. I started wearing makeup. I got contacts. I, before that, no dude. She's all thatted. Yeah, I, she's all that in myself. It was a she's all that in moment, unintentionally. Yeah. And like, so I was so thrown off by men giving me attention at all that I was like, oh my I'm God. I'm still waiting. <laughs> You're all that right now. My boobs are here. The boobs are there for sure. I'm waiting for men to realize. Are you? Do you want the, the guys that are she's all that in? The guys that like you take your glasses off and they're like, oh my God, look, there's been a pretty girl there. I don't want to be perceived by men at all. That's what I'm saying. Whatever this is, not for you. It's all that, but it's not for you. It is not for you. This <laughs> is for me and the girls. We do it for the girlies. I'm doing it for, I'm, everything I do is for the girlies. Are you kidding? Everything I do is for the girlies. Well, that day it was for the Boise and um, it was terrible. It was a horrible, I just remember bleh, like sponge tongue. It was so bad. Uh, yeah. So that was I mean, they still don't really know what to do with their tongues, but especially when you're like 13, they're like, I gotta activate tongue. I gotta, yeah, activate tongue muscles now. I, I will say when I was a teen, I thought tongue was really important to kissing. Like I was like, I think that's like three quarters the, of this. the main component. Yeah, is tongue. And now I'm like, actually, don't put your tongue in my mouth. <laughs> actually, we're good. Actually, keep it there. Just a light. No, I, I'm probably tongue heavy, but not in a gross way. I don't think God, I'll ask, I'll ask my wife later. <laughs> so I think it it's also about saliva. Oh God. Amount of saliva. Like if you, uh, there's so much at that age, it was you, overflowing. You use tongue any amount you want, as long as you're not like just like spitting in my mouth. And the other thing is like both parties should be involved. And I feel like in like middle school and high school, the guys were just, my tongue is the only oh, tongue that matters. Yeah. And you're like, ah, ah, you're like, it's like defense. You're like fighting off tongue. You're like, oh, they wanted Jesus. the dominant tongue. Yeah. And here, here it is, girls. I'm the dominant tongue. I'll tell you that. I'm a dom tongue for sure. <laughs> I am. I'm a dom tongue. I'll tell you that. I don't want to get into, you know, dom sub tongue talk, but... I'm sorry. I think it's my, this is going off the rails and it's all my fault. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take a hundred percent, but I like it. I like what we're doing here. I think it's educational. Anyways. So Dom Tong on his end was not feeling it on my end. This guy actually in when we were, so we dated 
I don't remember. He was a jerk, but I don't remember. I could not tell you. It was eighth grade, so I could not tell you why it ended. But later that year is when we still had floppy drives. So like yeah. floppy disk. Yeah. So, so he found a floppy disk. I'll never forget this. And I'm someone who does not get in trouble. Like me sneaking into a dressing room was like the highlight of my badass career at that age. Like I was a goody two shoes to the core. Oh, yeah that's i still pretty much am but um i'm fun though he wanted to save his project and it was like the end of the year big project and i remember he found one and he's like i'm just gonna delete this and and use it like delete someone whoever's it was okay yeah and i go oh my god i was like insert name if you do that i'll kill you like don't do that i'll kill you and and so i didn't think anything of that (laughs) And then I swear to God, like I get called up to the principal's office, which I had never been called up to the principal's office. And I get in there and we like he knew of me, but we obviously hadn't been in his office for that. Um, And he's like, yeah, so I have to talk to you about this. But so and so has said you made a threat at his life. (gasps) That you threatened to kill him. And I have to address that now. And I was like, what and then you, he explained you were, you were dating him at the time or you weren't no this was after we broke up so this was kind of his dig back he said he said i've got it in school suspension i'll do it yeah yeah he's like you know what i'll say she threw me so i tell my mom and my mom's furious and mm-hmm. what is so often true which is why i'm sharing this story behind a nice guy is often an enabling mother oh. so so she calls the mom thinking like, okay, well, I'm just going to let her know that like, he's kind of a- abusing the school system to try and get my daughter into trouble. And she calls her and this woman was the worst anyways, if I recall. And she's like, well, no, I stand behind him 100% because girls get away with murder. Like girls get away with so much if a boy said that and girls need to learn they can't just say whatever they want. So I'm proud of him. Famously, girls are the one doing a lot of murdering. <laughs> Famously, it's the girls. They're the ones, yeah. They're the ones you gotta watch so- out for. When, when <laughs> like, every little boy is, like, pulling tails off lizards at yes. seven. Yeah, and playing, like, gun games. Yeah, yeah. it was insane. And she, my mom was like, are you joking? Like, are you joking? And, yeah, so he, um, that was the guy who gave me my first kiss. Also accused me of threatening his life. My first accusation of life-threatening. <laughs> But it's certainly not my last. Not my last. You hear me? It was the, it was the only one that my mom got involved in. <laughs> the rest of them have just been like kind of kind of just me, you know? <laughs> uh, they're private usually. To be fair, when people break up with me, I do threaten to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention I'm a psychopath? If you don't want me, you can't have anyone else. Sorry. We are not promoting the threatening of any men's lives. We would never do that. We would not do this. This is an exaggeration for humor's sake. This is hyperbole. This is ASMR. But ex of mine, you know who you are from eighth grade. You were a real shit for that. And I would kill you. And I will never, ever (laughs) kiss you again. In any dressing room. for a lot of different reasons. I know, but just, I didn't even enjoy it the first time. So, I would say his name, but I can't.
Anyways, so why don't you tell me more things that actually matter? <laughs> tell me more stories. <laughs> I was like, that actually matter. Oh my God, I haven't checked CNN today. Um, no, I just mean, I feel like my story from eighth grade is not as like impactful. Disagree. Um, <laughs> my life has changed. I will never anything know. that I say about stupid men that I've dated. Um, well, I feel like everybody's pretty dumb. Like the way they interact in relationships, nobody's emotionally there in middle school. You know, like I feel like you get to a certain age. Once you hit 20 and yeah. these guys are acting like this, I definitely I'm looking at it through a harsher lens than, you know, eighth grade. I, I, th- I think it took me a lot longer than that. I think I think it took me until probably more recent than I would. Till like you to. see it, or till you not till I, I saw. Well, I think that I lived in a little cloud of of delusion. I think I was a little Delulululemon back. Oh, in the day. I say no. I just mean now looking back, like oh. I find that less. Oh my god, offensive. Yeah. Then I, girl, I just started unpacking half of my trauma at thirty. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of I was in La La Land as well. And here we are. Well, so. I found a therapist and it turns out life wasn't great back then. <laughs> turns out it wasn't those crying smells in the dressing room. Yeah, yeah. I remember at one point going to this is like completely off track, but I remember actually while we were dating and I was like so unfulfilled in my relationship and so unfulfilled in my job. I was trying to get out of it. I hated it so much. And I went to this therapist and I filled out, you know, at the beginning, when you go see a new therapist, uh, you have to do like a mood survey. So like, why are you here? What are are you feeling? And I was like going down the line and it was like, I cry every day. And I was like, word, Uh, you know, it was like things that used to bring me joy. Don't bring me any comfort anymore. And I was like, word, Uh, like it's made for me. It was just like, I'm check, chasing check, this. Check, check. And I was like, oh my God, I think I'm depressed. Uh oh. <laughs> I've done that too. Never considered, like, I had had anxiety my whole life. I know that. Ask my mom. She she can tell you. Yeah. Um, but I had never considered that I, I could have depression before. And yeah. then I remember getting there and, you know, we were going over the survey and she was like, no. See, so this says you cry every day. And I said, well, every day when I get in, every time I get in my car is actually when I start crying. So, oh, that's a huge depression flag. I was like, you know, so sometimes it's, it's like up to five times a day, I'd say. And she was like, every day. And I was like, well, if we're calculating, probably. It's just, I don't want to put the weight and burden of my emotions on others. Right. So I like to do it in private because I am responsible for other people's feelings and my feelings are the lowest on that list. So it was like Pavlovian. Like I would get in the car and be like, cry time. Oh, cry clock. <laughs> it's like close the door and be like, time to release the tears. <laughs> we talk about the bathroom at work on the podcast. Remember how many times we cried in that bathroom? Speaking of stalls. Oh, we sobbed in that bathroom, man. Oh my God. I had anytime some I was in the bathroom, anytime I was in my car, forget about the shower. I know, I know he could hear my sobs like over the sound of the shower. And I would come out and be like, what? No, no. And I bet he did not acknowledge it either. He's like, this is fine. No, didn't acknowledge it one time. Keep it in there. She'll figure that out. He's like, I got a song. You want to hear it? 
whips out the guitar. At one point, I had to banish it out of the bedroom. No. I said, we can't sleep. I can't sleep with this here. Knowing it's here. The third party in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Allison, surprise to no one. I'm going to cut us off because <laughs> we're talking way too much. I think it's the perfect amount. Well, we're going to talk more. Well, so. Zoom disagrees. <laughs> Zoom and the audience are like, I- I've oh. had enough for this week. Oh, okay. I try to keep it to 30 minutes, you know, but um, but I'm going to bring you back for the next episode <laughs> so we can continue <laughs> this conversation. Don't you worry, girl. But I have more to say. I tell you that. Yeah. I'll tell you I will give you your platform, girl. No, no doubt. No doubt. But Allison, if people want to hear more from you and they want to see your socials or perhaps a Substack question mark term I just found out about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Donut Royalty or um, follow my stupid little Substack. It is very fun. um, And I love it. It's hammertime.substack.com or you can find that in the bio of my Instagram. For more lols. For more of whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Uh, and also, if you have a story, make sure you are sending your story to the F the Nice Guy podcast at gmail.com because we love to share your stories. And we also have a Patreon, which you can find at the F the Nice Guy TikTok page. The link is there for the Patreon. I'm putting new content on there, extras from the episodes, because as shocking as it is when I have like, three-part episodes there is more content that i didn't (laughs) that i had to cut out because god knows we're always doing tangents on here we got some extra features on there and some fun stuff so please if you want to support the podcast make sure you are subscribing and becoming a patron to the patreon thank you so much for listening allison thank you so much for being here and as always my friend oh the nice guy (laughs) that was awesome (laughs) 